The Columbus Blue Jackets end up with the number three pick in the NHL draft after the NHL draft lottery. Jay Foster is here to talk about what the Blue Jackets may do with that pick and how it will impact the franchise and talk about not quite landing Bedard. We'll be having all that and more on the Locked On Road to the NHL Draft. Bill Martin here. The Locked On Road to the NHL Draft continues as we welcome Jay Foster of Locked On Blue Jackets to talk about his team's performance in the draft lottery and to start looking ahead to the NHL draft. And Jay, no Connor Bedard, but the number three overall pick had to be a little disappointing initially not to get Bedard after a, a very frustrating season in Columbus. Yeah, and I'm just going to sound so like mad parent, you know, I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. I had spent, well, I'd spent most of the last month talking myself into the fact that the Blue Jackets weren't going to win the draft lottery. Um, I spent most of today talking myself into the fact that the Blue Jackets were probably going to drop in the draft rankings because the universe hates this team and also me specifically, um, which is probably a little bit melodramatic, but it's just so frustrating. I think the the, the thing that helps is I don't think the Blue Jackets were bad this year because they were a bad team. They were very, very injured for a lot of this season. They had two play- like no player played all 82 games. They had two players play 80 games. That was it. You know, they, 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 I think they dressed 14 different defensemen. This team was so injured. And so I think it's going to be a case of this team is going to be better next season. Um, maybe not a lottery team next season, but I don't think anyone expected them to be a lottery team this season. So it kind of feels like a win in that I fully expected going into this season that we were probably going to be setting in for another kind of 14 to 18 overall pick. So third overall, definitely a win. We talked about this a little bit off recording. There are still some incredible players that are going to be on the board. I think a lot of people are kind of looking at this draft as it's like Bedard and then Fantilli, and then there's a huge drop-off to third. That's not... That's just not true. There is there is going to be a very, very good player still on the board when the when the Canadians are drafting at fifth. But the question... I, I guess the thing to me is this. We know Bedard, he is the consensus number one. There is a consensus at number two, and then... Nobody's exactly sure who number three is going to be. So I know it's early still, but do you have an idea of who the Blue Jackets are most likely to take with this third overall pick? It's it's kind of a tough question because I think that is still a lot of... So the kind of the, the, the next three players, I would say, are probably in a little tier. So you've got Will Smith of the U.S. Uh, national team. You've got um, Leo Carlson, who's the best... Swedish prospect, and then you've got Matvey Michkov, who uh, is maybe the second bless- the second best player in this draft, but he's in the KHL until 2026, so he's likely dropping. Any one of those players, I feel like, could potentially change this franchise around. You know, um, I don't think Michkov's going to go to Columbus just because he's a winger, and the Blue Jackets need that franchise center to play between Goudreau and Line. So really, it comes down to Will Smith, who is doing, he's putting up Jack Hughes-like numbers in, in the US NTP. Um, Leo Carlson might be the best Swedish prospect since the Sedins. You know, 
they have been putting up just insane numbers. They, they, they've all been having monster seasons. So, like, there isn't really a loss there, I don't think. I personally would like the Blue Jackets to take Carlson. I think he fits the system the best. I think he's the most likely guy that will stick between Gaudreau and Line A. I think that's going to be a really good look. However, Bob McKenzie released his, I think, top 12 uh, prospect, and Will Smith was number three. And a lot of people got really confused and mad about this. And I think the thing that a lot of people forget is that Bob McKenzie does not rank the prospects by how good they are. He ranks the prospects by where he thinks they're going to go. Right. There is not a man in this league that is more connected than Bob McKenzie. You know, I I think he has talked to every single person that might even be almost a little bit involved in drafting in the first round. You know, he's talking to GMs, scouts, owners, anyone. So I think what he's done is he's put together this consensus ranking of, okay, basically every team is going to have Bedard at the top, if not every team. I think probably 90% of teams have Fantilli second. I think what we've learned from this is a large amount of teams have Will Smith ranked third. I don't think that means that Will Smith's the third ranked prospect, but he's the one that most teams would take third on their board, if that makes sense. So it's going to be really interesting. Yamakek Leinen is not a man that go that like, takes the consensus pick generally so if anyone's going to go off the board it would be he would be my pick um so i would love to see carlson would be a little bit more surprised if they took smith but not upset uh mitchkov i think is a non-starter which is a shame because like i said i think he's the second best player in this draft but he's a winger blue jackets have too many wingers any chance they trade down a little bit or, you know, trade back and, and accumulate more picks or a player in, in the mix? I mean, never say never, you know? Um, again, it would surprise me, but it would really depend on the player. And I don't know that there is any player that's available that you would do that for. Like, maybe if, and this is only because we were talking about it about it earlier, but like, if William Nylander is made available from the Maple Leafs, after right. this postseason, he shouldn't be because he's sick. And but you know, Toronto's going to Toronto. The media's going to media. If <laughs> Nylander is made available, if Mitch Marner is made available, like in my mind, do you trade that third overall pick for a player like that? Maybe I wouldn't, but I could see them having that thought. Um, I personally would take this pick over trading for a player, just because I don't think you're ever going to get full value for this pick i think i think people undervalue picks and overvalue players especially when you get this close to that top spot i think once you get out of like the top 10 maybe you know there's there's arguments but i i would always stick with that top 10 draft pick over basically any player yeah makes sense and uh, we will see should be a very interesting off season as we get closer to the draft for the columbus blue jackets jay Thank you so much for stopping by. That does it for our Blue Jackets review of the NHL Draft Lottery on the road, the Locked On Road to the NHL Draft. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Locked On Blue Jackets for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.